if slow and steady wins the race, should you ever try to lose fat fast? Is that a bad thing then, if slow and steady wins the race? That's what I'm talking about today. So good afternoon, not morning, even though it is the morning chat, but just later today. There's a busy day. More to be revealed soon. Hey, Christine, how are we doing? So, obviously, you know, we see a lot in media out there about, hey, Marilyn, about slow and steady winning the race you know we should make small changes habit second it's something that we find a lot of success with people when they start to it's a lot easier to add habits into your routine and look at what you're currently doing and look to improve what you already do rather than add something in on top of it which is different new stressful and i'll give you an example of that you know like although sometimes this can be a good thing aka if i gave you a meal plan with a shopping list with everything to do that's a great tool for you. But if I said you had to stick to that, you'd probably stick to it for two weeks and then you would go off plan. And without any coaching around that, it's probably not going to do you any good and you will fail unless you have coaching around that in terms of you know that you haven't actually failed if you know all else goes wrong with this. You know, and you're allowed to have a day off. You know, like you don't have to stick to it 100%. You know, that, this is a key thing. I am crossing the road at the same time, so I'm just on the lookout here. Hey, Joss. Hey, Pauline. So that's an example. Whereas another example would be, okay, I'm. That would be kind of straight on it, and you and you will fail. You might think that you'll stick to it, and it's and it's right. You, you will fail if you try to stick to a meal plan 100% because life happens, and if you don't factor in life, you you will fail because we live it. We're living. So let's now look at look at look at this from another angle so the other example would be to just to habit stack more so you stack habits on top of each other so one habit would be okay let's look at increasing protein intake and i talked about this the other day people who get more protein in at breakfast subconsciously eat less and you know that's nothing even changing really someone's gonna have breakfast anyway what a great addition to it and, and by breakfast I don't mean you have to have it at 6am I mean it could be that you know I don't get hungry till 10 well great just plan something in that's higher in protein at 10 o'clock rather than just wait not being hungry then waiting till you're 10 then you see a, someone brings in a cake because it was your it was Jan's auntie's uncle's brother sister's friend's birthday so they got leftover cake and then we end up having cake and then because we were hungry, then we think, oh, sod it, you know, da-da-da. We'll get protein in there. That's a great start. Hey, Rachel, how are we doing? So, let's go back to where we are. So, they're just examples there. They're things that make a significant difference that you can action. Now, so, people often fail because they go in hard and they do too much. And then, you know, at the end of the day, you only last so long. But does that mean you should never do stuff like that? Well, the answer is no. And I'll tell you why and, and when this might be quite applicable. There's lots of research in there that actually short and fast, quite aggressive diets can actually be a good thing. The word aggressive is quite negative, I know. But you, you could call it a remission diet. You know, you look at the 5-2, the 800-calorie diet. There's some, some promising research when it's coupled with coaching here. But there's a few factors in how you decide to use it. And, and number one, if you're quite stressed and busy at the moment, do not start anything like that. I would advise pretty much against it. If you're stressed, busy, tired a lot, and you keep falling off the wagon of doing something, 
Because what's probably going to happen is you'll go into it and you will fail because it's just another stress on top. And unless you're in a position where you know, okay, I'm going to define what failure actually is. And for example, if you don't define what failure is, aka does, does failure mean that you just completely went off it for a week, a day, an hour? And what does that mean when you define it as failure? This is something that we talk about quite a lot, actually. Let's look at when you can use it. So let's say, let's say your, your motivation is really high and you want to get faster results. Well, you can start to use elements of this to really kickstart things a little bit quicker, but have a bit of a deadline on it. Don't just go, this is what I do now. Because if you do it forever, again, it's probably you're going to fail eventually because your definition of success here is probably just sticking to a crash diet, which you're not actually supposed to stick to forever. There's nothing wrong with doing something that isn't sustainable. As long as you've got an exit strategy and a plan to kind of get to what to do after you finish it. But again, you've got to make sure you're motivated and in the right space for it. And you might then learn quite a lot from it. E.g., I spoke to someone the other day who, although said to me, oh, Matt, you're going to hate what I did. You know, I tried this low-calorie diet and I failed. Da, 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 da. I did, barely stuck to it. I lost a bit of weight. You know, I put it all back on. I failed. And they saw that as a failure. But the reality is they took something really key from it. They loved having just like the protein shake for breakfast that they were having, just like the shake for breakfast, because it, it just eliminated all their choices. They're not a breakfast person. They're not that bothered about food in the day. And it stopped them snacking mid-morning. Their problem was if they ate out, went for meals out, that was their problem. So the key thing was, okay, if I keep my intake or calories or portion sizes to this, I know I can enjoy my meals on this day, this day, and this day, and I, now I'm on plan. Because it's a part of the plan, it's not off the plan. Now you almost have a crash diet that's suitable for your life, which you can accelerate a bit more when social events are a bit less often. Um, And vice versa, you can, when social events are are picking up a bit, you can just adapt around it and accept that it might slow down your results, but it doesn't mean you've failed. And that's the difference right there. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Teresa. I'll be talking a bit more detail about this in my talk tomorrow night, Wednesday, 7.45 p.m. If you're in on that, let me know. I'll put the link to the free group that you need to be in to watch it. There will be a replay as a lot of people have asked me that. So if you're in on that, I'll put the link below now and I'll see you then. Take care and speak soon.